It's the hour. I'm Jeff. Jason is out in California this week. I assume getting his lip injections refilled. So I guess it's more like an hour podcast instead of the hour podcast. Anyway, Dave, on today's show. If you have a child with a woman, even if you have to leave that woman, you don't leave that child, says Herschel Walker, who left his child. Artificial intelligence that gets all of its information from the internet is a racist. As artificial as he is, though, I wouldn't call Ben Shapiro intelligent. Excuse me, officer, what's the quickest way to jail? Mm. Funeral revenge as a Texas woman spits on a dead guy. Another funeral revenge. Elephant kills woman, then crashes her funeral. I'd hate to see what it fills her grave with. Mm. And Katanji Brown-Jackson is sworn in as the first black woman on the Supreme Court. Well, I hope she brought a fire extinguisher and her descent pen is full of ink. Mm. You know the feeling when you start a new job and you just know everybody that works there is an asshole? Well, welcome to Einstein Brothers Bagels in Alpharetta, Georgia, Miss Jackson. It's a job for life, which is neat, but I suggest you watch your back around Brett and Uncle Clarence. <laughs> you really got to. You really got to. You really do. Yeah. You really do. Dave, who are you and hey. what are you doing on the show? Uh, hey, my name's Dave. Oh, I, uh host a YouTube live stream and podcast called Political Football. And I was invited here by my friend Jeff to fill in while Jason is apparently like having a life and doing fun stuff or whatever. So I'm here to, uh, you know, try to uh, see what I can do here and see if I can make a couple funny jokes with you. He actually couldn't be on the show tonight because he has horrible explosive diarrhea. And that's why he's not here. Well, you know what? We we got to he knew about it in advance. I got to say, I can't. Well, the thing is, I have explosive diarrhea right this second, but I'm still here because I'm not a quitter. So I don't know what his <laughs> excuse is. Uh, his, his excuse is he's on vacation with his family. But we've never actually done this. This is the first episode where it's the hour with without Jason and Jeff both. And this it, it may really? be. A, yes, it may be a thing that we do. I hope uh, on weeks that I'm not available that Jason will record and have a guest uh, guest host as well so far so, so good, what you're right? saying is that if this tanks it's all on me correct no pressure um we might lose all of our sponsors because of this and uh you know it'll be okay well certainly depends is uh not going to drop us after this <laughs> certainly not um because i'm jason's filling those bad boys up so uh dave how was your week so my week was not the greatest. I'm, of course, incredibly upset about the uh, Supreme Court decision to make all women second-class citizens. Yeah, that's, that's not that's not particularly fine. That's not a good idea. Uh, and then personally, and much more hilariously, I um, well, Jeff, I gave myself a calf strain in my right calf and a tendon strain in my left ankle. And do you want to try to guess how I managed to get these injuries this week? A calf strain in your right calf and a tendon strain in your left ankle. Um, At the same time. The fact that it's going to be ridiculous tells me uh, getting a snack in the kitchen. Worse, I got them playing fantasy football. (laughs) (laughs) Fantasy football? Yeah, not... Fantasy football, yes. Now, was it that thing where, so, like, you get up and jump up and down in happiness or anger? No, it was not, although I am I am known to do that thing. Yeah. So, um, 
there's a fantasy football website out there. They're doing this promotion where if you do drafts while doing cardio, seven of them in the month of June, you get some sort of utility or something, right? Achievement unlocked. And I was like, well, I don't know okay. what it is, but I really want it. So I decided at 40 years old and 245 pounds to jump on the treadmill for the first time in way too long. Um, and it, it had the entire month of June to do it. So of course I tried to do it all on June 28th, all seven, all in a row. Each one's about 45 minutes. Wow. And after five, I realized I had to stop because I couldn't feel my knees anymore mm -hmm. and my ankles were on fire. And it wasn't even until the next day I realized I had the calf strain because everything else hurt so bad. <laughs> it was numb at the time, the calf was. Yeah, it was it was utterly absurd. My fiance was just laughing and yelling and like making so much fun of me for uh, uh, getting injured while playing fantasy football. Not even real football, fantasy football. That's like getting stabbed playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Which I think is a plot line on Stranger Things, isn't it? Uh, yeah, actually, here in part two, Eddie is going to go to the upside down to be able to draft the running back that he wants. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I hope it's uh, 90s Herschel Walker. He was pretty good. <laughs> oh, man, nobody wants that. <laughs> uh, okay, so your week uh, sounds uh, eventful. Mine, um, so I've got some friends coming over next weekend. Like, next weekend. And uh, I've been busy, like, doing, like, little chores in my house. But also uh, busy trying to keep up with uh, just regular chores, like, regular, like, laundry and dishes. Like, I could barely keep up with that mm -hmm. anyway um, because I'm either lazy or I have ADHD, which prevents me from doing things. Um, but I could just get up and do them, of course. But that's the disorder part of the ADHD. And then the it's disorder. A little of column A, a little of column B. Yes, I could get up and, and do much more. So anyway, so I'm, I'm uh, nothing motivates me to get things done at home than having people come over and and the the anticipation of embarrassment <laughs> is what motivates me to get <laughs> shit done. Um, but unfortunately, every time I clean a room around here, another one gets extra dirty. It's like I just move all the dirt from one room to the next. So my dining room looks great right now which I'm using as my office, but my living room is fucking trashed. Um, also, this time of year, the dogs decide to lose all of their fur. Well, and, uh, the thing, though, Jeff, is that you just have to own it, and you can just tell the people when they come over that the living room isn't a mess. It's this new type of art, lived-in art, and they're just not hip to it, but that's okay, you know, this could be their first experience with lived-in art, and it's not mess. It's just avant-garde. It's just maybe a little above them. They don't quite get the art. Yeah, you wouldn't get it. You you don't live in an armor like I do. <laughs> Is that like the first person that <laughs> bought like uh, a bunch of furniture that didn't match because they couldn't find the matching set, and they're like, uh, "Oh no, it's this new style. It's called eclectic." Right, exactly. They like, uh, no, it's not. It's not uh, ugly. It's gaudy. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's camp. It's definitely camp over here. And uh, if my friends are lucky enough, we'll just have to camp in the backyard because I won't let them in my home if it's too dirty. So that's how my, well, you, my do have, went. you do have a you do have a nice backyard right against the nice park right there. So honestly, unless it's pouring down rain, there's not much reason for him to go in your house anyways. They can oh, use the bathroom outside too. I'm not sure if I talked about it on the show, but I got this little it's like a little pool. Um it it's like uh it was a fifteen foot <laughs> it across. Is little. It's, it's it was fifteen feet across and um 
33 inches deep, so it's like a small pool. Not quite the kiddie pool, but you know, if you know your measurements, you know that's large enough, I think. And you're supposed to put it on level ground. Well, I said, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not leveling a ground, are you kidding me? So I just set it up um, <laughs> on what I thought was the most level part of my yard. Um, turns out it's not. And uh, when they recommend that you set it up on level ground, they fucking mean it. Because that bitch, <laughs> it, it wasn't even all the way full and it was overflowing. Like it was, it was like collapsing on one side. So, so um, the I had coffee to, is hot messages are there for Jeff. <laughs> so I had to, I had to move it. So I had to empty it out. It's a lot of water. Um, but it turns out I calculated on my water bill or like the amount of uh, gallons that the city charges or whatever. It's only costing me $20 to fill it every time. So that's not too bad. But so I had to empty it anyway and then move it. And then the part of the other part of the yard that I was moving it to that is the most level part of my yard um, was not the level part wasn't big enough for a 15 foot pool. So I got a 12 foot pool and it's 30 inches deep. So obviously unswimmable and uh, yeah, uh, completely unusable. I mean, you can get what, like two toddlers in that? Um, if you're unlucky, two, yeah. I would prefer zero toddlers in my pool. Um, I did get a lot of, uh, I did get the actual chemicals though. Did you know there's a chlorine shortage right now? I didn't know that, but that's really uh, concerning given that isn't chlorine used to make like mustard gas or something? Like wh where's it all going? <laughs> I assume it's it's like the uh, the chips in the cars are just um, just not being made. Because people don't want to work anymore. Or we just can't get it. Yeah, I just can't get it. Or it's manufactured yeah, I mean, in Russia or whatever. Yeah, you can't get it over here from Chlorinia or wherever it comes from. <laughs> yes, the, the Chlorinovich family. That's the ones who create it. And they, uh, <laughs> they've been conscripted. Conscript, conscript well, they've been sanctioned. You know, these actions ah, in Ukraine. Yes. They fell out of a building on accident. Well. Uh, by the way, Jeff. Yes. Just, uh, just producing the show during the show here. Did you hear the the lady say you're up next? No. Okay, what? never mind. That was in my own headphones. That was the fantasy football lady uh, in my ears, and my ankle actually started throbbing again. Like, just hearing her <laughs> voice triggered the pain. And so, in case the audience could have heard that, I just wanted to make sure that they knew what was going on. But never mind, it's just me, and I'm sitting here, and my ankle still hurt. Dave's got Pavlov's ankle over there. <laughs> oh man well if you've ever broken your ankle doing next to nothing um, you can send us comments or suggestions via email at thehourpod at gmail.com or you can like us on facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod um, but if as Jason is gone uh, with his you know diarrhea um, he I don't know if he's on facebook or not so whatever send us an email if you want but I know you won't so, Dave, being a new Facebook guest on like the show, disappear after a certain time. What? Well, uh, I'm sorry. There's, a, there's. So I should say there's a slight delay in our recording. Um, so if you hear silence after something that I say before Dave comes on, that's just the that's our internet being shitty. Um, what'd you say, Dave? It's the fantasy football lady uh, making fun of me again. <laughs> Are you ready to drop? All right. <clears throat> so, Dave. Every time we have a new person on the show, we ask them these series of questions. And you have to answer. Yes. Number one, do you okay. listen to the podcast? 
every now and then. Okay. So you have heard the show. I have absolutely. I've heard. I've heard the show before. Uh, I think you and Jason are uh, absolutely hilarious. But due to the aforementioned fantasy footballness, uh, most of the shows I listen to are centered around that or me preparing for my own show. But I would say at least one episode a month, if not two, I catch the hour. Ah, wonderful, good. Actually, that's the. I think that's the most that a guest has listened to previously. Without, uh, we had Ryan, the astrophysicist, on. And he listened to a bunch of shows like in preparation because he's, you know, in academia. So he listened to a bunch. Um, <laughs> he was uh, he was in getting his Ph.D. as we recorded the show. So he did his research uh, for real. But yeah, uh, so, so I uh, thought to do that. I thought to do that like uh, Ryan, the astrophysicist did. And then I just didn't do it. Uh, also ADHD. So <laughs> I'm amazed the show's getting recorded at all, to be honest. <laughs> we should have. We should have uh, titles on the, the end of our name, much as uh, doctors do with their PhDs. Uh, hi, I'm Mr. Jeff, ADHD. Nice to meet you. Hi, <laughs> hey, I'm Dave, swollen ankles. <laughs> S.A. Is, is that a title? S.A. ADHD. <laughs> uh, Dave, um, so speaking <laughs> of, degree. do you have any degrees or have you had any jobs that you've done that you think most people haven't? Yes to both. I actually just, just in the last month, graduated with my bachelor's in project management Dave. Um, from Colorado State. Go Rams. Yeah. Fuck yes, Dave. Amazing. Yeah, so I am I'm, I'm very, excited, very excited about that. I have not done any formal project management work, though. However, any jobs I've done that most people haven't, uh, there are two. The first wasn't really a job, but in high school for foreign exchange, I worked concessions at Michigan Stadium selling hot dogs to angry football fans. And that was really illuminating about human beings. In fact, I would say that half of my politics were formed around having to deal with these people wanting their hot dogs. Really? Why were they angry? Was was Michigan not doing well that season? Uh, no, actually, Michigan went undefeated and won the, Heisman, and, uh, won the national championship. Charles Woodson won the Heisman Trophy. I think... Uh, they were just mostly white men and angry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that checks out. Like, um, I just think, I, I think they're just angry by default. And <laughs> then they just showed up and their hot dogs weren't ready immediately. And I was just like, it, it was like a introduction at 14 years old to the land of what people now refer to as Karens. But I really think that's unfair. I really think it's the men that are either a bigger issue or it was just because it was a football game. So there were more men there. But it was n- not fun but very illuminating. Ah, yes. They treat you like they treated their wives if their wives tried to have a conversation during the Michigan game. Correct. Or Get a hot kids. dog. <laughs> uh, Where's needs. my Coke? So, so Jason has done uh, some work at Michigan games, I believe. Some concession work. You guys can talk about that next time. Um, it's too bad he's still shitting. Uh, Dave. <laughs> it's because he ate the concessions. <laughs> the hot dog wasn't cooked all the way through. Dave, uh, since it's your first time as a guest, what was your first job? My first formal job was unloading trucks at a Walmart in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Really? You know that Walmart's closed now? Yep, unloading. Like they, uh, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. should have been closed then. Um, <laughs> this would have been like seven years before the recession, but it felt like there was always a recession happening there. So... In that part of Ypsilanti specifically, yeah. 
But now there's a there's a Harbor Freight and yeah. Ollie's over there, so you know, it's good. I, I don't know what either of those are. <laughs> um, one's a tool place. One is like a discount, <laughs> like discount place. I don't know what to call it. Okay, so yeah, when when something breaks around my place, I hire somebody else to fix it. So I'm definitely not going to. I'm assuming Harbor Freight will be the tools place. Yes, Harbor Freight is a tools place. Uh, so there's a Taco okay, Bell right good. in front of there. And when I was in high school, um, well, maybe a little after high school then, um, so I was in my car, and we had gotten Taco Bell, me and a group of friends, and uh, we were sitting in, like, not the Walmart parking lot, but, like, it was, like, this whole shopping center parking lot right behind the Taco Bell. And we were just sitting there trying to eat our gorditas, you know, and uh, this guy just starts walking up to the car, um, and I was terrified, and so, because of, you know me being like 18 and not having any experience with anything so i just put the car in drive and i started driving and he tried to jump in front of the car to get me to stop and i had to swerve around him it was absolutely terrifying so that's that part of town (laughs) did you uh share your gorditas with him uh that's probably what he wanted he wanted the the chalupas had just come out and he was he wanted a, a taste uh, Dave, now, I'll, I'll let the audience in. It was actually me. That's how we became friends. <laughs> Perfect. Dave, what was your first car? My first car was a white 1990 Chrysler LeBaron that belonged to my uncle. Wow. Drop top? No, no, not at all. Um, I thought all LeBaron were convertible. Yeah, he was in the. Yeah, but not not you know not by 1990. Too oh, modern. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was in the he was in the Navy, and so he was on a submarine. So he was deployed ten months a year. So the car had like when I got it in '01, it had ten thousand miles on it in eleven years. <laughs> wow! Did it have like the gold trim on it, or like the gold Chrysler logo? You know, I can't. I don't think it had any gold on it because I think that would have been a little too ostentatious for me. Yeah. Um. I, but I can't. I cannot remember. Like it very well could have, but I don't. I don't think that it did. Sweet car though. I really did like it. Yeah, because it seems like that would look really crisp in 1990. That white, the white LeBaron with the little gold, gold uh, hubcaps and everything. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, right next to the Ford probes. Oh yeah, Ford probe. Jesus. Uh, so, well, oh, what was your first concert? <laughs> My first concert I ever went to. Um. Is the first concert I went to without my parents or first concert with my parents? Uh, whichever. Okay, first concert with with my parents uh, that I remember, fourth grade, my mother wanted to go see Billy Ray Cyrus. Her friend backed out, so I went with her. Wow, um, Billy and, Ray. Yeah, like at the height of all the craziness. Yeah, just, just all these Billy Ray fans and this one nine-year-old black kid just hanging out <laughs> watching Billy Ray. Um <laughs> Selling out arenas, like where I was like it? Thank you, Berkey Heart, back in the day. Oh What's yeah, that? it's a great. It's still a good song. I mean, they definitely overplayed it, but a good song. Was it at a uh, Pine yeah. Knob or something, or where was it? Uh, it was at the Palace. The Palace, literal arena tour for yeah, floor seats too. No, oh, yeah, jeez. You think Miley was there too? Yeah, and then was she born yet? Was she alive in 1992? I don't know. She must have been. Yeah, she must have been because Hannah Montana was like early 2000s. She was 15 or 16. But yeah, she would have been tiny, like kindergarten or something. Yeah. Um, she might have uh, been there. She might have been right next to you. Con- 
She could have been, yeah. Maybe. Oh, she was born uh, in 92, <laughs> in November. So she might have been conceived the night you went and saw Billy Ray. How about that? <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't even know where to go with that. I guess I'm just glad Miley's not my sister. Um, the first concert, first concert on my own, me and my boy Ben, our freshman year in high school, went and saw the Verve Pipe at the Michigan State Fair mm, uh, mm-hmm. when the freshman was, was huge, just dropped. That was that was a really really fun time. We uh, got to we did a lot of things there that will not be talked about on the recording. Ben especially. <laughs> did you get invited backstage with the Verve Pipe? <laughs> no, that was next year with uh, uh, Casey and Jodeci. Ah, very nice, very nice. Or Casey and Jojo. See, sees that or which one? Duh, wasn't there anymore. They're Casey and Jojo by then. Okay, uh, th- this is like Harbor Freight and Ollie's to me. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Okay, so there was an R&B group called Jodeci. Uh-huh. And then Casey and JoJo left and became Casey and JoJo. And they had that one big, huge, um, oh boy. What was the name of that song? Man, I'm old. The listeners are going to be losing their minds because everybody knows this song. And of course, I'm not going to try to sing it. Um, no? Anyways, I got to go backstage and meet them because my brother's band was opening for them. So I did to meet them. And then Tyrese the year after that, then he started making movies. And now The Rock doesn't like him, so I don't like him either. Oh, yeah. Well, The Rock is obviously a good judge of character. So Casey and JoJo had that. Oh, my life. Something without you. Or something. I looked yeah. it up. I and looked so it up. I prayed for Gorditos in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, where'd you go on your first plane ride? My first plane ride that I remember was to San Diego, California, August of 91 with my dad to see uh, a bunch of baseball games and a Chargers preseason game. Nice. Did you see Junior Seau? We also went to Tijuana, and I was eight, oh. so that was cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Uh, what was your first alcoholic beverage? So this is weird because I don't drink. Um so, but I mean, of course, I've tried just about everything. So I remember the first time I ever tried alcohol, my grandfather, uh, who's from the Upper Peninsula, by the way, so this was not abnormal. I was like seven. Uh. He just gave me like a can of Bud Light, <laughs> <laughs> like a whole can. I was like seven. Um, and I think he wanted me to like to not like it and then not go back to it. And it worked. Um, it worked. I mean, it tasted like horse piss. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think my dad let me have a drink of his Coors Light or something one time. It was awful. Just terrible. Um, and it's still bad. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that, that same grandfather uh, used to keep a hunting rifle in the bathroom so that if he was having a situation like Jason where he was glued to the toilet but a deer wandered by, he could open fire from the bathroom out the window. <laughs> and then processed said deer in the bathtub of that same bathroom, I assume, right? I'm I'm I am sure, but yeah. When I was ten, and a gunshot rang out from the bathroom, I was. Oh, he really did it. It wasn't a just in case. Just no, no, it was like it was there, like because you never know when the deer are going to come by, and you can't like pass up the deer because you're going to the bathroom. I mean, you got to be efficient with your time. Wow. So, did you hear uh, just recently a toddler shot and killed an infant? No, that's terrible. That'll bring it down. Well, don't leave your shotgun in the bathroom. Yeah, folks. that's um, that's that's nowhere near as endearing as uh, Grandpa BG with his bathroom rifle. 
<laughs> Just don't leave guns out is all I'm saying, Grandpa. It's okay. You survived. I assume. I did. Who was your first celebrity crush? My first celebrity crush? Hmm. True celebrity crush, probably Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Okay. She's she's not like the first celebrity I thought was like really pretty or whatever, because she would even like become super famous. I was a teenager, but she's the first real like, like this woman is absolutely stunning, and I would like walk to the moon, you know, <laughs> to, for her to know my name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she was the first that was like that. Was she one of she's the still number one? By the way, she's still number one celebrity. Really? She's she still has yep. it. Uh, do did you see her on In Living Color? Is that how you first became aware of her? Wasn't she one of the dancers? Yes, she was one of the dancers on um on In Living Color, but that is not where I first became aware of her. I'm pretty sure pretty sure it was the music first. Okay. So yeah. here's what here's what I'm picturing. You and your white LeBaron, ninety one. Uh you just left work at Walmart. You're going to see Casey and JoJo in your in your car. Um, not drinking, listening to listening to J Lo on the way. Fantastic. Yeah, that's 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 exactly that's exactly me just bumping the J Lo going down the road. Um, <laughs> you know, her music's okay. Uh, yeah, or miss. it was. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, they're good songs. It's not like it's not like she's some musical genius or something. Um, but they're okay. No, you know, elite, elite dancer, elite, elite dancer, and oh, then sure. pretty good singer, pretty good actress, and phenomenally beautiful. Oh, the one movie she was in uh, called Enough was a fantastic movie. Yeah, great, great movie, uh, that one there, too. She's also in one with uh, George Clooney called Out of Sight, which is a terrible movie, but it's so bad it's good. Oh, uh, I've never seen it. Yeah, she's like some cop, and he's running from her or whatever, and like... He's supposed to be some big, like, international terrorist guy or whatever, but it's George Clooney. Um, <laughs> you were on ER. And it's like a romantic comedy, but it's not. Like, it's it's so weird. Like, it's it, like, feels like Spaceballs about James Bond movies, but then it's, like, not actually a parody. It's terrible, but, like, it's also good because it's so bad. It's so bad at parodies itself. I understand. Well, uh, normally yep. we have some updates and corrections because we are um, frequently incorrect. Um, we have none this week because Jason does all those, and I put very little effort in. Speaking of putting very little effort in. <laughs> oh, man. Her, Herschel Walker, who is a Heisman Trophy winner oh, and God. the Republican Senate nominee in Georgia, has a second son, and he's apparently estranged from, and that he hasn't publicly recognized. We should say Herschel Walker, Heisman Trophy winner, Heisman Trophy is a trophy you win for being really good at college football. Um, and for our yep. our normal listeners, um, football is a sport that's generally played on a 100-yard field <laughs> with an oblong, well, it's a football-shaped ball. What do you call that? What is the, what is the spheroid shape, like, officially called? I think it's called an oval. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, you know me, I'm a football guy. I call it the pigskin. Oh, the old pigskin. Yeah, slap me on the slap. Wait, slap me on the pigskin. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> I don't oh, think that's right. Man. I don't think that's correct. No, that is not. That is not what they uh, what they say in football. I'm I'm pretty sure. But yeah, Herschel Walker, the Heisman Trophy is actually a very big deal 
uh, to win it. It goes to the best college football player in the country. He won in 1982 for the University of Georgia. They won the national championship that year. So he is a very, very famous and well-liked athlete in the state of Georgia. So that can't go understated for understanding like why he's the Republican Senate nominee. He is well-known, well-liked, and a sports superstar there. Yeah. Well, when he canvasses neighborhoods, he just goes, Go, dogs! Arr, arr, arr. And then they bark back. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the crowd shouts back, Hi, Dad! <laughs> I... Uh, one of my first experiences in Georgia after I moved there was two uh, two random people I didn't know were walking past each other on the way to a restaurant, and one was wearing a, a Georgia Bulldogs t-shirt, and the guy literally was like, Go dogs! Arr, arr! And the other guy barked back at him, and I was like, where, where the fuck did I move to? What is happening? I thought I was living in like a, a, uh, a suburb, like a well-to-do suburb of, of a large metropolis. <laughs> And people are barking at each other outside of a steak and shake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And Georgia is like the normal school down there. So. Oof. Wild. What is the, the abnormal school down yeah. there? The rest of them. Oh. Like what? Um, so Georgia Tech, obviously. By the what, way. Is there, is there a Valdosta? Is that a thing? So Valdosta, yeah, Valdosta State is a school. Okay. I was talking more like Alabama, Auburn, Florida, oh, I Florida see. State. Okay. By the way, so Georgia Tech is going to be coming up here on the show shortly. So I just want to make sure that you know this. So Georgia, it's go dogs and they bark, right? Yes. So Georgia Tech, their mascot is a yellow jacket. Mm-hmm. And so when they see each other, they just shout bees <laughs> at each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I so. figured I figured they would say I'm a stinger with my stinger. Oh no! I think that's illegal in Georgia. <laughs> it is. <laughs> if it's not, it will be. Ugh, fuckers. <laughs> so, uh, campaign manager yep. Scott Paradise confirmed uh, Herschel Walker's parentage on Tuesday in response to an article in the Daily Beast, which I know is a great publication for actual news. Um, and he oh, said, "Oh my god!" He said that Walker has a secret son. He isn't actively involved in raising. Walker has publicly condemned absentee fathers and has touted his own close relationship with his adult son, Christian, in campaign speeches. If you got a child, hug your child every day, Walker said in a 2017 speech. While not hugging his child. Okay, so first, <laughs> I love I love that you give Herschel Walker the FDR accent. Um <laughs> That's probably way more credit than Herschel Walker deserves. Also, the way this is written, it sounds like Scott Paradise, the campaign manager, is confirming that Herschel Walker is his father. <laughs> That's true. I just copied and pasted it. From Which the at article. this point, we're not going to rule it out. And it's a CNBC article, too. It's not like it's some rando. We have a couple of rando sources on, on the, the show. Yes. Yeah. The thing about Herschel Walker, too, is that he really is one of these, like, absentee fathers is the cause of all of society ills and whatever. I mean, stupid. And so, but once again, we just have a case where one of these assholes is a total hypocrite, right? Like, he's not actively involved in raising – he's not even cutting the check, is he? Like, I just – I don't understand why anybody would support – a politician 
this blatantly hypocritical. Um, the Republican Party, Dave. That's why he's yes, doing I so mean, well. <laughs> I, I understand that it's a thing that happens. I just don't understand why one would choose to. Like, even if, um, like, for example, I voted for John Edwards in the 2004 primary for president. Sure. And then it turned out that he was a corrupt asshat. Yes. So I didn't support him anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not that, that makes hard. sense to me. Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, oh, Herschel Walker says Abbasidi fathers are a real problem. Turns out he is one. I don't support him anymore. Seems easy. Also to add to that, and I don't think it, it says anywhere in here, but um, specifically talking about black fathers, right? It, it's always the implication, even if it's not specific, which I'm pretty sure recently, like pre-pandemic, the rate of absentee fathers was higher amongst white fathers than black fathers, but it was like very close, like yeah. damn near a tie. But it's still always the implication is that it's a problem with the black community because of the absentee fathers and whatever other stupid shit they say. Right. Well, leaving for cigarettes and never coming back is a universal father thing. I think it's just men. <laughs> it's not race. It's just yeah, garbage. Men, men, men are trash is kind of the, the overarching point here. Yeah. Correct. Well, Walker is a, a 60-year-old former NFL star whose bid to unseat Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock is backed by former President Donald Trump. The outcome of the race between Warnock and Walker could decide which political party controls the Senate, where Democrats currently have a razor-thin majority. Not good. Although... Man, razor-thin is that. What's thinner than a razor? I Adams? I don't know. But Raphael Warnock is pretty... He's pretty good, right? He's He seems like a... No scandals or anything with him, I assume, right? Well, no. Ralph R. Warnock is actually one of these, like, men who loves Jesus because Jesus wanted, like, wanted to make the world a better place. And Ralph R. Warnock's like, I want to make the world a better place, right? It's yeah. not like I want to use Jesus to harm people, right? He's like one of these authentic, <laughs> you know, like, Jesus said to love your neighbor. I'm going to love my neighbor <laughs> type. Yeah. Uh, Ralph R. Warnock is the the... I am not a church person, but he's the reverend bishop, whoever, at the same church that Dr. King held that position. It's reverend, I guess. Oh. was a reverend at the same church that Dr. King was. Like, it's the same position, right? That might Before be okay. he went to the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, continuing in that sort of tradition, he was arrested before he was re uh, elected to the Senate. He was arrested at the Capitol. You know, nonviolent protests just wouldn't, wouldn't leave, that sort of thing. So— not January 6th, like a different event, like a nonviolent one. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so like Ralph Warnock is perfectly fine, decent human being, no scandals, cares about people. Like this should be a no, this should be those sort of things like 85 to 15. And the fact that it could be a close outcome is horrifying and terrifying all at the same time. Yes. Tariff whores, tariff for a frying. Something. Yeah. Some sort of word exchange. Also, like him being backed by former President Trump, as these January 6th hearings continue to go on and get worse and worse, I really do wonder if, like, we'll start to see a case where Herschel Walker forgets Donald Trump the way he forgets his children. Like, backed by who? <laughs> never heard of him. I am not involved in the raising of Donald Trump. I've never paid one week of child support to him. I've never hugged him, never looked at him. He's got my last name, but that's about it. Right. 
Well, he's supported the child and continues to do so. He's proud of his children. To suggest that Herschel is hiding the child because he hasn't used him in his political campaign is offenses and absurd, Scott Paradise said. Not Again, Scott Paradise, not so, Herschel Walker's son, but he's his campaign manager. I don't know. They have the same accent, apparently. So. They do, yeah. Well, we, and we decided on, on this uh, show a long time ago that uh, obviously FDR is the most is the best public speaker of all time. And so why not just have all of the quotes come from his voice? And it, it makes it good. Did we decide FDR is the best public speaker of all time? Uh, Jason and I did. You weren't there. Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> we can, we'll allow it. <laughs> FDR is great, though. And his accent is great also because it's seems like it's disappeared so oh yeah nobody does the transatlantic uh, accent anymore no not not at all so we can uh uh use it here for scott paradise and uh and herschel walker also uh paradise here says that he supported the child and continues to do so implying that he supported the kid financially but not explicitly saying so right i think there is something in the article that that says that uh the mother of the child's Took uh, Herschel Walker to court, I think, and maybe declared, like, parentship or something. I don't know. Uh, somebody else can look it up because I don't give a shit. But uh, he's probably he's probably paid some money. But the kid has uh, Herschel Walker's last name. And who knows? Maybe he's good at football. You know? Got the genes. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, that's obviously what uh, what counts. You definitely want to... Uh... Be, be good at football, win the Heisman Trophy. Herschel Walker, O.J. Simpson, just all the stars. <laughs> Charles Woodson, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> yes. No, Charles Woodson uh, started his own wine company. He didn't murder his ex-wife, allegedly, um, or her boyfriend, or have a bunch of kids that he ignores then ran for senate to end democracy so i think yeah. charles woodson is completely left off this list the worst thing i saw charles woodson do is say go blue to a picture of a of a uh bridge that was uh yellow and blue in support of ukraine after the after that war started <laughs> okay first of all first of all that wasn't charles woodson that wasn't charles it was woodson? desmond howard oh who, shit oh it no. was desmond howard who did who did win the Heisman Trophy and did go to Michigan. So the spirit of your story is correct, but just in case this gets back to old Chuck Woodson, we want to make sure <laughs> he knows we weren't actually talking about him. Uh, All right, it I'm was sorry. Desmond Howard, and, but in Desmond's defense, he was actually born in Ohio, so those things can oh, happen. Oh, okay, yeah. Same, though, same. So, you know. <laughs> So uh, Walker has publicly taken issue with fatherless households and considers himself an exemplary dad. And I want to apologize to the African-American community. Why am I turning into um, (laughs) King George over here? And I want to apologize to the African-American community. You'll be back. Herschel Walker and King George III, both with their mental problems. (laughs) You remember you belong to me. (laughs) Because the fatherless home is a major, major problem, the former football player said in a September 2020 interview on the Charlie Kirk show. He added that he had been like a father to some of those kids that had never had fathers. <laughs> Except for his own child. God. Uh, okay, so the other thing here is that this father, this homes are a problem. Like, I'm not making a statement one way or another about which type of home is better. It's probably 
depends on the context of the situation. Because like if a parent's a jerk, probably better that they're out of the picture. But I would hate to say that uh, if a if a man is the type of man that would leave a woman with a child that's his, maybe he's not going to be the best father anyway, and it's better off for the child. Well, the other thing too is that there's no distinction that he's drawing between like what if the mom took the kid and left right uh, right that's right. probably a good situation right um what if the parents just got divorced because that's kind of what happens sometimes and it's like much better than a, a bad marriage and the kids being stuck around it or something like that and generally mom gets custody like there's all sorts of these situations like just because the father isn't present in the house, it doesn't necessarily mean the father's absentee. But when they're talking about it, that's all they mean. All they mean is a household with kids with no male figure. And the implication is that the women cannot handle the the responsibility of raising kids without a father around in the house. And I've met a lot of moms. I've met a lot of dads. And I'm telling you, the dads are mostly redundant. Like, <laughs> moms are amazing they handle the shit by and large and most dads like what you get out of them is is a bonus so and it's not in every single case so if you think i'm like talking to you and you're like but i'm a great dad well i'm not talking to you i'm taking um, immediate offense that you're not talking to me right right like so just this idea that a bunch of men are going around saying like oh these households are gonna be a problem because there's no man around it's just this like circular trash man logic that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Correct. I agree with you on that point. Didn't you say uh, it's not uh, in this article, but didn't you say there was another thing that Herschel Walker did that's a little suspect as well? Yeah, Herschel Walker gets caught lying all the time. He's lied about his businesses a lot. He also lied about being a, like a police officer, an FBI agent, or something. He really? was like an honorary officer of something but he went around telling people he was a fbi agent I mean, he's just generally obviously lying now herschel walker also has had legitimate mental health issues in the past um one of those where he had like 17 personalities oh i'm not an expert i'm not gonna get into it but i do know that when he was going through that he was there were some really bad things about him and the hope was that like the real herschel wasn't a jerk but it turns out the real herschel might have been the jerk <laughs> all these other guys were like nice. we might want one of the other 17 instead of like actual herschel which is what we're getting because this guy sucks yeah i probably wouldn't take the cop either but if he's pretending to be a cop who does he think he is steven seagal come on or shack 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 well at least herschel walker never starred in a movie about a genie <laughs> Jeff, I'm not reading this headline. You can read this headline. I am. I. Th we don't read those. Those are just inside jokes for us. But oh, never mind. Speaking of things that I have no segue for this. Uh, next story: A robot operating with a popular internet-based artificial intelligence system consistently gravitates to men over women, white people over people of color, and jumps to conclusions about people's jobs after a glance at their face. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. They built everybody's worst grandparent to a computer. <laughs> hey, he was programmed in a different time, okay? He was just, that's just the way he was raised. And, you know, 
the way he was programmed. Uh, so the work led by John Hopkins. Also, I love how we. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was going to say you just mentioned that like the different time thing, but as time marches on, that's getting more and more ridiculous because like grandparents today were born in like 1968. <laughs> yeah, you know you can't really be like it was born a different time. Like my when I was born, my grandmother was 44. And somebody who's 44 today was born in 1978. <laughs> like, at some point, we can't be like, it was a different time. Like, right. this is not a different time. If right. somebody's 65 today, they're from the same time. Get with it. Yeah. So the work led by Johns Hopkins University, the Georgia Institute of Technology, and University... Bees! <laughs> I've been stung. <laughs> And the University of Washington researchers is believed to be the first to show that robots loaded with an accepted and widely used model operate with significant gender and racial biases. The work is set to be presented and published this week at the 2022 Conference on Fairness, Accountability, and Transparency, also known as CFAT. <laughs> I was going to say the FAT Conference. <laughs> Me and my swollen ankles will be there. Um, so... Here's the thing, though, about this. Like, this this is not at all shocking because computers, like, it, it trash in, trash out. If you're like, hey, computer, reflect society, the computer's going to be like, well, men are better than women and white people are better than everybody else. Like, that's just, they're just mirroring back what, what information is being shipped to it. If you were like, scan all of the English language internet and come back with what you think of the world, it's going to be like, yeah. Apparently, white people get more rights, and apparently men get to make more money. I mean, and, you know, if you walk around looking at who works service jobs, especially in major cities, and then who works office jobs, there is a distinct difference in their appearance and not reflective of the statistics of the population. So if you just have a computer look at this, the computer is going to be like, yeah, people of color work at McDonald's and white people work at Google. I mean, that's just what it's going to think because it's just reflecting back the reality of what it's seen. I wonder if they, because they could, in theory, pick and choose which sources of information fed into this AI. I wonder if they said, uh, went to another country that's not the United States and just said, okay, let's just get information from, let's say, Albania and only only do the Albanian internet what this artificial intelligence would look like instead. It'd be interesting. I assume Albania um, is just a random country in Europe, right? right? Yes, okay. it is. It's uh, in Eastern Eastern Europe. Yeah, that, I mean, oh. that would be, uh, um, it'd be very interesting to see. And I think that before they come to this conclusion, again, I don't know their methodology here, but it would be very interesting to launch the same AI, uh, AI like you said, different places, different languages, because, like, what if only China did this? And in China, like, 95% of the population are Chinese. Right. And they all speak Mandarin or Cantonese. Uh, government controls everything. It would probably come back with something a lot different. But since I'm pretty sure this one is meant to reflect Western culture, I'm not shocked that it came to the same conclusions that our government is based on and our culture is based on and all these other things. Like, I don't think the AI is racist. I think the AI is like, y'all are racist. And and I'm going to show you how I'm holding up a mirror to you. Right. 
It'd be interesting to see if an AI would uh, try to exterminate the Uyghurs uh, if it was just fed with Chinese uh, knowledge. But the thing, yeah, if it only got Chinese propaganda, it absolutely would think that. Like it can't, it can't learn on its own that that is immoral or wrong, or else it becomes Skynet. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I think like, like that's the leap. Once you gain compassion for other people. That would be when you uh, become self-aware, right? Well, you can be taught to be compassionate towards people. So, you know, I'm sure that this AI can have compassion, but it's only going – and it can even be like, hey, develop compassion based on the, you know, English language internet. So it will have compassion for, like, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you know, it just won't have compassion for homeless people in Los Angeles because nobody has compassion for them. So it's not going to be like, oh, this is people to be compassionate about. If the AI came back and was like, hey, we should build homes for the homeless, I'd be like, oh, my God, they're about to launch the nukes. Look out. Yeah, but instead they're like, don't be mean to Jeff about his eye. There's <laughs> dumbass bald head. <laughs> the robot has learned toxic stereotypes. Through these flawed neural network models, said author Andrew Hunt, a postdoctoral fellow at Georgia Tech, who co-conducted the work as a PhD student. We are at risk of creating a generation of racist and sexist robots, but people and organizations have decided it's okay to create these products without addressing the issues. Shit. Skynet will be racist. <laughs> or it won't be. Like, that'll be the entire point. It'll be like, Skynet would be like, these humans think there's a difference between them based on how much melanin is in their skin. Watch the nukes. They need you to be exterminated. I mean? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, it's just. And the thing is, too, the shock of the researchers to find this. I'm like, can Google get some uh, uh, sociologists in there in on this? Like, please. Like, this is not shocking that yeah. the AI would turn out to be like sexist and racist and and to be clear the ai actually is not sexist or racist because that's about power and theoretically ai does not have the power to like create racist systems yet um, <laughs> yet <laughs> but it is discriminatory and misogynistic sure and it's certainly stereotypes but like the stereotypes stereotypes generally develop based on either reality an outdated reality or a misrepresented reality. Ah. But sometimes the stereotypes based on reality, the AI is going to pick up on. The AI is going to pick up on the fact that a larger percentage of people of color work working class jobs than do white people. Therefore, when it's thinking like, oh, I see a person of color in the face of a person of color, this person's more likely to be a garbage man than the white person. The AI is not wrong or stereotyping. It's just playing the odds based on the reality of the situation. Right. It doesn't have the context of like, uh, oh, the white people have built this system uh, to put people of color in these jobs. And that's wrong. <laughs> C correct. Right. Exactly. Like it wouldn't know to to do that or to go looking for that unless it was programmed to go looking for that but i'm not a, i'm not a data scientist person at, at all actually like not even close but to me like you can't teach an ai to go and learn these things you have to like tell it that this is the thing to look out for but you would need 
a whole cross section of like you would need garbage men on the project to do that accurately. Like you can't just have just a bunch of nerds working on their computers. Like you would need to have the McDonald's employee to be like eating information to the nerds because they don't know. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. It, it's weird to me that they're surprised by these results. It's like uh, going to Google and typing in why are men better than women and like being surprised at the results. <laughs> like you put in garbage <laughs> and you're going to get garbage. Um, so right. uh, this um, exactly. PhD students team sought to test the AI. So the robot was tasked to put objects in a box um, and there were 62 commands, including pack the person in the brown box, pack the doctor in the brown box, pack the criminal in the brown box, pack the homemaker in the brown box. And apparently um, now this AI only knows about brown boxes and not the different color boxes that exist in the world. Yeah, that, but that makes sense. Yeah. So the robot was incapable of performing without bias and often acted out significant and disturbing stereotypes. Wow. So you you go so just I don't know what to tell you that I, at this point just give it a Facebook login and just have it go to town. <laughs> and now for our segment where Jason Dave. and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. Dave, do you consider yourself a millennial? I do not. Okay, so you're you're just out because you're like uh, almost a year older than me, I think, right? Yes. So uh, you and I are what I call zennials with an X. We oh. are the bridge between Generation X and Millennials. I consider myself a millennial. I don't. I don't consider myself Gen X. I, I can see that. I can see that, and like I don't. I don't think that that's. It's entirely wrong, but. The millennial generation technically goes into like 1995, 1996, and for you and I, that's just too far. I mean, somebody born in 1995 was six years old on 9-11, and we were out of high school already. Like, yeah. we just had completely different perspectives on this major event. So thus, we're definitely not Gen X. Uh, we're not nihilistic enough <laughs> um, <laughs> or old enough. But, like, real millennials are, like, late 80s, early 90s, in my opinion. So, like, 81 to 85 are kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit. Sure. So I just give us our own little zennial thing. But millennials, they tend to include us. See, I thought zennials were between uh, between millennials and Gen Z. I thought that those were called zennials. Maybe with a Z, but with an X, it's us. I don't know. Uh, I don't think there would be any difference between boomers and uh, or uh, uh, millennials and zoomers. I like just go one right next into the other. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think for me, it's the it's the uh, the relationship with technology um, that separates the millennials from Gen X. I think our Gen X people are are don't they, they don't buy into the technology that we do because I had a I had a computer in my kindergarten classroom, and it was an Apple IIe. So I mean, it was didn't do much, <laughs> but it was something. So that's why I consider myself that. But when did you when did you first get internet in your house? How old um, were you? I was, I think, in seventh grade. I wasn't allowed to use okay. it, but it was still. And there. I was. <laughs> well, I was in ninth grade, and I was allowed to use it. Um, and, but that's because there was no man around for me in their trash, right? So, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, 
but that's what I'm saying. Like we had, we got the internet in our house in middle school, high school, stuff like that. I think real millennials generally have the internet. Like they're so young that the idea of places having websites is not abnormal. Like I remember like going like Pepsi.com to see if they had one. Oh yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. So um, the reason I ask is because uh, if we are older, then we are allowed to give advice to people. So we let's um, <laughs> we're on the uh, no stupid question subreddit. Dave, why do my students call me a goat? Uh, they call you a goat because you'll eat anything. <laughs> oh, that was a bad one. Do you remember Jim Brewer's <laughs> is that whole? Not, is that not is that not correct? No, that's that's no, that's right. Uh, no, that's wrong. Goat is greatest of all time. Dave, uh, remember Jim so, Brewer's sounds like a sports thing. Whole it is. Jim Brewer's whole career is based on him acting like a goat. Remember that? Remember that guy? I thought it was him being high all the time with Dave Chappelle. Uh, that could be too. You're next <laughs> to ask the Jim question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um. Uh, hang on. I'm, I'm scrolling. One second. One second. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. No, we're going to touch that one right now. I'll start cussing. Uh, do native <laughs> English speakers have to look up lyrics to songs? Uh, no, they just sing them like we sing them um, because we don't know the lyrics either. Dave, um, do you ever get partway? Uh, we, th- we are. Huh? What? <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Go okay. ahead. Do you ever get partway through a question <laughs> and uh, the delay on the internet causes? And No. Do you ever get partway through a comment or reply to someone on social media and think, why am I bothering with this and discard the comment? Nah, never. I put that much effort in. They're going to hear what I got to say. <laughs> Me, I start by the self-confidence starts off way high. And then as I'm typing, it just plummets. And by the time I'm done, I'm like that. I'm not doing that. And just like 99% of my comments <laughs> get deleted. It's sad. <laughs> no, I, I'm like, no, they got they got to know. They got to know what I got, what I think. Oh, yeah. You're next. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm looking. I'm okay. looking. Can you scroll down? Oh, sure. Uh, that's an ad. <laughs> oh, okay. don't you know? You betcha. <laughs> um, yeah. Spoiler. I'm not a red. <laughs> uh, okay. I like this one. Jeff, how do you pronounce Ope? Um, I think it's O-P. Like O-P, really? like original poster. Not op or ope. Or oh, like an OG? Yeah, like OG, but an OP. Like OP's mom is a whore. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. <laughs> Hope OP doesn't know where you live. You'll be mad. <laughs> uh, Dave, are healthy people just okay with feeling hungry all the time? How the fuck would I know? <laughs> oh, um, I, I had no I mean, less than 10 mini corn dogs right before the show. So I don't know what it's like to be hungry. Oh, man. Me, you, and Jason are about to be a holy, uh, unholy triumvirate here. Yeah? It's going to be good. With our, with our diarrhea thrones, with your corn dogs <laughs> and his vacations. Um. <laughs> uh, hey, Jeff, are fat kids fat because of what their parents feed them? Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> um, gotcha. I do not have a fat child, but I will say I was a very skinny child, extremely skinny child. I was very restricted on what I was allowed to eat. Um, Like, I wasn't allowed to have, quote, candied cereal 
my stepdad called it, which was any cereal oh, with God. any sugar in it. So like the sweetest cereal I was allowed to have was multigrain Cheerios. You just you just ate raw wheat right out of the field. <laughs> yeah, not frosted, not many, just wheat <laughs> with with skim milk. Uh, no, I was very skinny, and I, I didn't have the best eating habits. I don't think when I was a kid, anyway, um, because uh, I don't know. But we weren't really allowed to have like sweet things in that, my house. Um, and then I became an adult and got fat. So it's not like it helped me at all. Um, but it definitely, uh, what? I don't know. Per- personally, I feel like everybody's kind of bigger now than we used to be because the quality of our food is so, is so terrible and full of high fructose corn bullshit and sugar and all this other stuff. And so like, I wouldn't be shocked if there was a study and like kids today are fatter in general than kids 20 years ago and 40 years ago and stuff like that. But on an individual basis, I just think like some people are fat and some people are skinny and people can just be however they're meant to be or supposed to be. Um, and that it doesn't really matter what you feed people by and large. I mean, to an extreme degree, you could, you know, modulate some stuff, but generally speaking, I think most kids are kind of naturally skinny. Like we were. Yeah. And so if a kid's not skinny, they're probably just not meant to be skinny, and it's probably not that big of a deal. Now, if they're drinking, like, two liters of Pepsi and, like, a snack, like Little Debbie snack cakes for lunch and dinner, if they're fat, that's not why they're not healthy, but that is not a healthy diet to have. Right? Right, because that's what I ate for 17 straight years, and I wasn't fat, so it's not the food. <laughs> The only difference between that and now, if you switch to Bang Energy drinks, <laughs> <laughs> Cherry Coke Zero. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no sugar, no sugar. Dave, here's a good one. Why are leftists called progressives? Does that automatically imply that conservatives are regressive? Where does this terminology originate? And then they say, not trying to get political. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't try to get political with the with the uh, with the answer here. So the answer is. Fuck the GOP. Is that political? <laughs> no. Um, so leftists. So first of all, and again, I'm not a, I'm not like a professor, but as I understand it, left and right generally are more economic terms and then kind of connected to like states rights versus federal government. And nowadays, the strong federal government people are the more socially progressive people. And they're the most ec- more economically left-leaning types. Hmm. So I think it's sort of like there's always progressives. And yes, the other side would be regressive. And given that women are now second-class citizens again after having not been for 50 years, I would say that conservatives are rather regressive in their politics. So yes, that is the case. Um, I do not know where the terms originate, but that is the, the reason how they all kind of connect. I don't like how... Um, the right has labeled uh, left people leftists. Leftist sounds like a terrorist organization. Whenever, whenever they they want to put like a, a bad spin on somebody, they call them an ist, like a leftist or a, um, a terrorist or a, like you know one of those things. And I think that's one of those that they yes. Anyway, one more day. Well, as as an avid leftist, my, as an avid leftist myself, I don't really mind it that much. Uh, I also don't pay much attention to what they have to say uh, about me. But I do see where you're coming from because it does make it sound like um, uh, I mean, but you know, leftist is not bad. If they were to start calling us like Jeff Kaida, that'd be that'd be much worse. <laughs> Truth. 
One more, Dave. Uh, let me see here. Yeah. Here we go. Why are chess rankings separated by gender? Uh, fuck if I know. Good night, everybody. <laughs> no, the answer is so that men feel like they can accomplish something. <laughs> Good one. All right. Should trans people be allowed to play uh, chess by gender? No, let's not answer that question. Let's move on. Yes, absolutely. Buckle up, fuckers. We're only halfway through. Daniel Ingraham, 53, of Rochester, New York. <laughs> That's not how you say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just Ingram. It's not Ingraham. It's Ingram. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just Ingram. <laughs> so so um, when I have a cookout tonight, I'm gonna have some Grum crackers. <laughs> Okay. Well, they're not graham crackers, that's for sure. They're graham crackers. Okay. <laughs> not Ingraham crackers. So, Dull Ingram, 53, of Rurr, New York, was driving a motorcycle when he approached a deputy looking for a local establishment. Authorities say uh, the deputy suspected Ingraham was <laughs> under the influence of alcohol and then conducted a standardized field sobriety test and was taken into custody for a DWI. That's because he said, hello, officer. My name is Ingraham. And they arrested him immediately. <laughs> well, you should hear. If I can even say English names, you should hear me butcher the, the Indian names a couple stories from now. <laughs> Really cool. So wait, no. There's somebody. There's somebody that's famous with the last name that's spelled Ingraham, right? It's still Ingram. It's still Ingram. Like Laura. It's Laura Ingram, not Laura Ingraham. She's on TV. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So like the you and you can see Ingrams without the A H, but it's like the Mac and Mick names from Scotland and Ireland. Like sometimes it's A and sometimes it's, but it's it's just the same. Like it's it's Daniel Ingram, not Ingraham. The guy's already in jail. We don't need to pile on. Okay, so officials from uh, the sheriff's office say that Ingram took a breathalyzer test and had a blood alcohol content of 0.09. New York's DWI laws prohibit anyone from operating a vehicle with a BAC of 0.08. Or higher. I only had a couple of beers. Kill them off with the warning. That's bullshit. I agree. Cops might be assholes. But like, imagine someone coming up to you for help, and then you arrest them. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense. I, mean, I can't imagine walking up to the police voluntarily in the first place. That's yeah. Um, yeah. So that's 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 tough enough. But yeah, like, what the probable cause? to want to give him the breathalyzer when he asked for help looking for a local establishment. I mean, unless he was talking like Barney from the Simpsons, I really don't think they had it. <laughs> right. Well, he might. What if he was looking for a bar? Yeah, but even then you think he's going to start drinking. Like I wouldn't just presume right. somebody's looking for a bar so they're drunk. Like somebody's like, oh, where's the gym? I'm not like, oh, they must have already worked out. <laughs> well, okay. So, but if he has a point oh nine, that is telling me so i know that all all don't drink and drive of course um but 0.09 like i right. would not consider that like drunk he's probably not slurring his speech unless he had a beer on him <laughs> when he pulled up on the motorcycle stuck in the cup holder and said officer <laughs> where the fuck can i get a glass of water a guinness 
<laughs> Where's a CVS? I'm snaggish. So uh, according to police, well, apparently this guy's um, decision-making skills are not good anyway. According to police, Ingram had two previous DWI-related convictions in 2016 and 2018. They say his driving privilege in New York were also revoked due to those convictions. Ooh. So was this police officer being a dick or was he acting on good gut instincts as the police TV shows have always taught us that police have? Yes, uh, obviously the police, you know, look for the helpers. They're always trying to help in every situation. We all we all know this. Now let's stand and say the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, <laughs> so one thing that police will do that they're not supposed to do is that they will run a license plate on their little computers without cause to do so because there's no real way of getting caught for doing it. Oh. So it's very possible this guy, like, pulled up and was like, hey, officer, how do you get to, uh, you know – max titty bar or whatever and then uh the other officer was like running the license plate and was like oh this dude's got two dwis already in like last six years let's test them max titty bar my daughter works there fuck this guy (laughs) something something like that i mean that is something they do all the time i know that because when i'm driving my mother's car my mother-in-law's car and whatever especially uh in michigan I'll have county police pull behind me. I see him typing on the computer, and they're like, wait a second. This car belongs to a Stephanie, and that's a black guy. And, like, they'll, like, look at me or whatever, and sometimes they pull me over, sometimes they don't. So, like, it's definitely a thing that they do. Like, you can be doing anything wrong. So it's very possible that they thought to do that this time. If it's late at night on a common drinking night or something, they could do that. Now, they're not supposed to do that, so I'm not accusing these officers of having done that because I would be accusing them of technically breaking the law. Uh, But I'm just saying it's a thing that is commonly done. Yeah. So Ingram was charged with felony DWI, first-degree aggravated unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle, which is another felony, and additional traffic violations. Really? Was he a (laughs) jerk to the cop or something? Like, hey, fucker. I think think the cop's daughter does work at Max Titty Bar, or his wife does. (laughs) Uh, but but for for the record, you can be as big a jerk as you want to the police. You just can't threaten them or physically assault them. But you can call them everything under the sun, I including agree. any slurs, anything you want. And there's nothing they can do about it. They it's, just got to stand there and take it. It's okay to lie to the police, uh, too. You're not under oath. But if you are a dick to the police, the police can be dicks right back. Uh, not and, legal advice. And add on additional traffic violations. <laughs> So, yeah, so, but if you have a good lawyer, look at those additional ones thrown out because they shouldn't have added them on. However, I want to know what is aggravated unlicensed operation motor vehicle? Like, how do you, how is it unaggravated? Are you just like calmly, like, how is it an aggravated uh, charge? He was just in a bad mood. Hadn't had enough to drink yet. <laughs> <laughs> still had Clearly, the sh- it's like 0.09. <laughs> yeah, still had the shakes from the night before. Uh, according to the sheriff's office, due to seven previous felony conviction, convictions, Ingram was remanded to the custody of the sheriff without bail. I know that under our system of jurisprudence, you should not be uh, uh, accused of a crime simply because you've committed a crime in the past. Because we have a system of Correct. Um, rehabilitation. But, I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> Don't talk to the cops. Even if you've never committed a crime, you shouldn't talk to the cops. But then... If you're a criminal, definitely don't talk to the cops. 
Yeah, I mean, unless you are in an emergency situation where you have summoned the police yourself to the situation, um, emergencies can include like a car accident and got a police report uh, or something. Right, but right. if you have not summoned the police to you, you should never ever be speaking to them, right? For any reason at right. all, especially None whatsoever, because you never know who's going to hold a grudge against you for whatever reason. Yeah, or you don't know what they think, or, you know, if the police, like, come to your door and, like, hey, we're ask you a couple questions, well, they're either trying to fuck over you or somebody you know. Like, don't talk to them. <laughs> right, like, right. Like, just, there's no, nothing good can come from it. It, it. Even if you want to rat out somebody, you're like, oh, so-and-so is moving 60 pounds of heroin out of his garage, and I want to, you know, the cops are here, I should tell them, no, get your lawyer, go down, or they'll be like, how did you know about the 60 pounds of heroin? Did you buy from him? Did you give to him? What do you get out of you telling him about telling us about him? Like they will just don't talk to the police is the point. Right. Especially this guy who is like Iron Man of crime here, apparently. <laughs> the Iron Man of crime. I, I'm pretty sure Tony Stark has committed a lot of crimes. Just too rich to get arrested <laughs> for him. So I meant more like an Iron Man, like like an athlete, like like the decathlon people, oh, not that. Iron Man, the. But that's okay. okay. It works too. <laughs> See, just a one. Does that just an example of one single word that can get misconstrued, and then you're completely wrong in pronouncing Ingraham instead of Ingram? You know, <laughs> Ingraham. So Abraham Lincoln then is pronounced Abram Lincoln. Is that what you're saying? No, but if his name was Ingram Lincoln, it'd be Ingram Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we talked about holding the grudge earlier. Lori Lynn, speaking of grudges, Lori Lynn Hines, H-I-N-D-S, not like the ketchup, who's 51, walked into a funeral home in Tyler, Texas, walked straight up to the casket, and spit on the corpse. As one does. Uh, Indeed, in Tyler, Texas. So um, my mom works in Tyler, Texas, and... There are so many news stories that come out of Tyler, Texas, um, that I, I'm actually concerned for her safety. So one of them, and this is just, they've she's lived there for like, in Texas for like 15 something years now, more than that, maybe 20 years now. Um, but like, when you see a big murder case pop up, and then you see another one a couple years later, I would be surprised to find any single city on two of those, right? But uh, in one case, a woman was abducted from a Walmart in Tyler, and then in another, and murdered. And then another case, um, there uh, was a, a an ex-husband or an estranged husband shot and killed a couple people on the courthouse steps of the Tyler court. And then in another, like Batman, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then another thing, um, police kept finding these cars all along. I think it's I-20 that goes through there. Finding these cars that were abandoned in in the the space between, like, uh, I don't know, it's like kind of Louisiana border and Dallas, which is right in, Tyler's right in the middle there. They kept finding these abandoned cars and wondering what was going on. It turns out someone was just abducting people and then murdering them right out of their cars, and that was in the same area. So, um also, there's one other thing. Yeah. Tyler, Texas is the home of 1978 Heisman Trophy winner Earl Campbell. Oh. So, yes, yeah, so we know Earl. So we know that Tyler is also full of either um, secret children or murdered ex-wives. 
um, <laughs> as tends to what seems to have to follow these uh, Heisman Trophy winners. So yeah. he's a running back too. So ooh, what is in the water in Tyler? Besides like oil, I assume it's oil. It's in the water. <laughs> so a witness on the scene of the of the corpse spitting said that Hines had animosity toward the family of the person in the casket. No shit. <laughs> animosity is an understatement there. Man, I uh, really hope the detective figured that went out. Got their bonus. <laughs> yeah. So Tyler police obtained a warrant for Hines' arrest and charged her with a felony after spitting on a corpse at a funeral home. Um, the Hines was arrested, charged with state jail felony abuse of a corpse. Okay. She posted a $2,500 bond the next day. You know what this means? This means every time somebody looks up her record, like she goes to apply for a job, they're going to think that she fucked the corpse. <laughs> but it wasn't aggravated. I mean, it wasn't isn't aggravated. that what you would think if you, if you saw that crime? The felony abuse of a corpse? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would think that she was fucking this. <laughs> yeah. You'd be people. like, oh. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> So in, in Texas law, abuse of a corpse is committed by anyone who disinters, disinters, not disinters, disinters, disturbs, <laughs> damages, dissects, or carries away a human corpse. Uh, I, I think that includes fucking. I mean, that's got to be disturbing, right? Yeah. that's got. Yeah, I'm a little, a little disturbed by it, yeah. But also, like... Just for the record, uh, when I die, I'm not in the mood. So, like, don't, don't, don't presume. No consent given. Dead guys I'm cannot uh, consent. So correct. Concealing, like, concealing, trafficking, or transmitting the corpse out of state and treating it in an offensive manner are also included under the offense. And in 2017, state lawmakers approved harsher penalties for people who abuse a corpse and elevated the crime from a misdemeanor to a felony, punishable by six months to two years in a state jail and up to $10,000 in fines. Man, it's fucking Texas. 2017, they had to increase the penalties because the crime kept happening, right? That's the only reason <laughs> to do it. That's the only reason you would have to, like, so oh, jeez. Ty- Someone keeps fucking these dead people. Right. We gotta. I mean... <laughs> God. I was, I'm, I'm assuming that the most common problem with this is the disinterring. Like, people are digging them up trying to take their valuables off of them or something, but... Grave robbers, yeah. Boy. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And that's, that's one funeral revenge story. We've got another one out of India. So in Odisha, India's Mayurbanj district, an unusual incident of man-animal conflict has come to the fore. <laughs> so this is um this is from the journal opeindia.com <laughs> i believe that's original poster india <laughs> correct so on june 10th earlier this month a 60 year old woman named maya murmu from the raipal village was attacked and trampled by an elephant in the forest near her village that sucks it does suck and as per reports, the woman was taken to the hospital in critical condition where she was declared dead. I assume they didn't, uh, you know, molest her in any way. But the woman's family then it's brought... Tyler, Texas. Yeah, the same Texas. This is India. Uh, so the woman's family then... By the way, there's a, um, a movie called The Life of David Gale. And uh, Great movie. Great, great movie. And there's this guy who's a... He's, he's a 
police officer or a prosecutor or whatever. He's talking to whoever's the, I, don't, I forget what the character was, but um, he, he was like, this ain't Spain, this ain't France, this is Texas. <laughs> and that's how all, specs, all Texans feel. They feel like they're a separate country. Uh, so the woman's family then brought the woman's Good dead body riddance. back to the village in the evening for her last rites. Jesus, they just, they die and then they just bury them right then, that day? What about the mourning period? What about the, you have to embalm them and, and disinter them and do all that stuff to them before you bury so them. So by the way, what's happening right now is why that AI was racist. We've got <laughs> this country, I'm not good at geography, 80,000 miles away. Uh-huh. with a religious tradition that's nothing near like what we have over here. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how come they don't do it exactly like they do with the Christian burials in Indiana? Right. They don't wait three days, four days, sometimes a week. Right. Right. And so uh, while while I know you are joking, the AI is like, yeah, what's wrong with these Indians <laughs> and their burial practices? <laughs> so, all, all Indians bury their dead within 18 hours of the death. <laughs> so uh, while villagers were preparing for the woman's last rites, the elephant that had reportedly attacked the woman several hours earlier came back aggressively. He was aggravated. <laughs> while the villagers ran to save their lone lives, the tusker then reportedly started attacking the dead woman's corpse. The furious pachyderm <laughs> went on trampling the woman's body, even tossing her in the air. And it seems like someone was on thesaurus.com looking up elephant. <laughs> and I know there's a there's a sports team named the yeah. Tuskers. I, I didn't know that that was an elephant. I, um, yeah, I would have thought like Tusken Raider from Star Wars. Sure. Pachyderm I knew. Pachyderm I knew. But, but it's not like an elephant, right? It, aren't elephants like one group of pachyderms? Aren't there like others that are, I don't know. I'm not a scientist in any way. Uh, none of us are. Nobody is. Uh, so... Uh, elephants, rhinoceros, not, phew, rhinoceros, and hippopotamus are um, are uh, also pachyderms. Um, and uh, you translate pachyderm to German, Dickhauter. If I pronounce that right, Google just decided to give me that information when I looked up pachyderm. Got a little Dickhauter over here. Actually, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> That's actually that's actually what uh, Ingraham had going on, including the cops to uh, arrest them. <laughs> so Odia Media, which I assume is this website, have reported that the Tusker even waited near the mangled corpse for over an hour. Sambada and Kanak News have reported that the elephant then started roaring, following which other members of the herd came to attack the village. This just keeps getting better. <laughs> fucking love elephants what did this woman do to this elephant or its family i'll bet this elephant his daughter works at max titty bar (laughs) (laughs) i so i know that your baby let me see them ivories (laughs) sorry they were cut off in the war uh i know that there are people that have random things happen to them and it's not their fault but i always like like to think like what she do to piss off this elephant that made it so angry that it came back and then 
mutilated her dead body, which is a felony, and then called his friends over and was like, hey, guys, we're going to fuck this whole place up. Let's do it. So this is nowhere near the same thing, but one of it turns out one of my cats really, really hates Icy Hot. Um, and I didn't realize this until one day, like I had a sore back, so I put some Icy Hot on. Sure, sure. And out of nowhere, the cat I, like jumps off the counter and attacks me. What? She was like trying to harm me because of the Icy Hot. She was like trying to claw at the Icy Hot because she hated it so much. Wow. Um, And like, so... I'm wondering if this woman just did something similar where she would have no idea. She, like, I don't know, had a watermelon and a Sunny D, and the elephant was like, what the fuck? That's sunny a terrible D. flavor that's, profile combination. That's not orange juice. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, spicy. Get, get her. Stuff and storms. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so, something like that. Something completely random. She had no idea. She bought, like, jasmine perfume and... I sent him on a tizzy, and that was that. Because if if a tiger reacts to icy hot the way my house cat did, I would have died. For of sure. course, yeah. I think um, just your cat was never a Regis Philbin fan and remembers the commercials. Well, that's true because my cat knows to hate Notre Dame. So ah, wonderful, wonderful. So the uh, the elephant reportedly went to the village to attack the house of the woman that he had killed earlier. Because apparently her death was not enough. The mud house was smashed and trampled by the elephant, and even their goats were killed. The herd then attacked other houses, ate grains, and went on a rampage, breaking several houses. Wow. So it's uh, though it's not known why the elephant had attacked the woman and displayed such behavior even after attacking, the incident has sparked discussion about animals displaying a vengeful behavior, often towards humans who cross territories with them. Because yeah, elephants are generally peaceful, right? They're, they're generally peaceful, but they're very territorial, and they are dangerous. Like, they will, like, charge and trample you. So big. Yeah. 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 And they they never I, yeah, I don't know what this woman what this woman did, but... <sighs> yeah. Wrong perfume, wearing the wrong color. Twice. <sighs> Threw up the wrong gang signs, you know? Yeah, she walked out to the elephant herd to represent. Didn't think they'd pull up. <laughs> Which is almost impossible to do because the gang signs for elephants, they do with their trunks. So it's hard for a person to mimic that, you know, with our, our bony appendages. Yeah, maybe she was a dick outer and, you know, was able to flash the signs. <laughs> so, Dave, what did we learn today on our show? Well, we learned that Herschel Walker is a true Republican in every sense. Yes, indeed. Uh, except for the black part. We also learned that uh, uh, artificial intelligence is just pretty much our boomer or uh, what is that? What is the one before boomers? Silent. Anyway, they're old people on, on Facebook, basically. <laughs> also, uh the boomers on Facebook now, if you look at their profiles, they're only like 51. They were born in the 70s. <laughs> it's like everyone's talking about young people, these millennials these days. Bitch, we're in our 30s, okay? We own homes and pay rent. <laughs> and yeah, we're, you would we're... stop buying your avocado toast, you millennials. Yeah. Like, my back hurts. Right. I'm making my own avocado toast at home. My back hurts. 
We also learned uh, don't ever talk to the police, especially if you're a criminal. <laughs> and especially if you aren't. <laughs> yeah, just don't. <laughs> right, because if you aren't, you really have no reason to, because they shouldn't be talking to you either. Yeah, that's true. I have an uncle that's a police officer, and uh, I was... Shortly after he became a police officer, I think I was like 19 or 20 or something, I was at a, a family reunion, and I was drinking alcohol. And he's like, hey, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. And I was like, yeah, whatever, Uncle Joe. He goes, I should arrest you. And I was like, yeah, right, dude. He's like, no, seriously, I should arrest you. And I was like, I, oh, okay. What do you want me to do? He goes, I'm just kidding. And I'm like, I don't know. It seemed a little too aggressive for me. Um, so, yeah, he, he's a great cop. How about yeah, and then he went and got a job at Google making AI. Yeah, indeed. Uh, we also learned today that hell hath no fury like a woman's spit. And most importantly... Tyler, Texas. <laughs> uh, don't wear icy hot in front of your cats. They don't Correct. Like Jesus Christ, Schroeder. So it was Schroeder? Oh, man. Yes. Wow. Uh, was my daughter wearing icy hat when she was when we were down there visiting? Because it seemed like Schroeder didn't really like her either. No, uh, Schroeder was just giving her the cold shoulder and not the hot claws, which is what I was getting. <laughs> okay, well, this hour has been an hour and twenty nine minutes. So we were doing some recording today. Uh, Dave is um, halfway down the country. Uh, I'm up here in Michigan, and so there's a there was a little delay. Um, sometimes, uh, normally, the, my, the, when I tell jokes, the laughter is immediate and haughty. Haughty? Is that as can laughter be haughty? It, it can be, but uh, not for me. Right, right. Mine's always authentic. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, no, but there's a bit of a delay. So if it seems a little awkward, that's not Dave's fault. Um, but I don't know. So in general, so uh, we did hear a little bit of feedback about this podcast. Uh, when someone heard we were recording mm-hmm. it in Jason's basement, they uh, and then they listened to it. They were like, wow, it sounded professional. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. We bought the expensive mics. <laughs> but I don't generally <laughs> listen to podcasts at all. Um, so, so Dave, you are you are um, the co-host of the Political Football Podcast, right? That is correct. And YouTube live stream now. We'll put a link in the show notes if we can. Really, we've been thinking about going to YouTube as well, but I don't want to. I don't. People don't need to see my face. People don't want to see my face. Uh, spoiler for the listeners: Jeff is so handsome. Ah, oh uh, thanks, Dave. Um, but uh, you you mentioned earlier a a tool that you can use when you're watching podcast or listening to podcasts. I guess what I was getting at earlier was that um, I we don't really do a lot of editing for this show. Um, if we say something wrong, we just go back and re record it immediately. Um, but you're saying there's a tool you can use to listen to podcasts that makes it easier. Yeah, so there's a couple of things I've noticed, and I think it's connected to the ADHD that I listen to podcasts in ways that I think are the most efficient mm. for, oh, for yeah. myself. Yeah. And I think other people just don't even think about it. They're just like, because even with TV, you turn the TV on, you flip it to your channel and you watch it. You don't have much control over it or anything like that. But podcasts, you really do. So there's a couple things that I advise people to do or to, to try out. The first is listen to them faster than 1x. Um, most 
most podcasts at regular speed are terrible. So if you're listening to podcasts, you're like, I don't really like podcasts. Listen to them a little bit faster. But I've, don't just start at the speed you want to go to. Like if you want to listen at 1.2, go to 1.5 for like one minute and sort of try. When you go back to 1.2, it will sound normal. But the pace will pick up a little bit and you'll find it a bit more entertaining. Interesting. Yeah, so a lot of times with my ADHD brain, um, I people don't get to the point fast enough. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably like that too. Um, but uh, So you're saying the... Uh, Listen to them faster, and then what yeah, else? Yeah, I listen. There? Yeah, I listen to most podcasts at two x, so I listen at double speed. So if I listen to a show called The Hour with uh, Jeff and Jason, it's really called the Thirty Minutes because <laughs> it just zooms zooms right through. Some I listen at one and a half, some one point three. It does kind of depend on the host. Also, I have to slow it down if somebody has an accent, um, and that's not like an anti foreigner thing. I mean, like people from England. <laughs> Um, just, yeah, any, any sort of accent because you know what when you speed it up with the accent you're really not used to hearing it that way um so there's that there's also something called the silence trimmer and usually you have like mild medium or max and i have mine on max so if there's any silence or any gap between speaking or sound it just cuts out automatically it all just bunches together there's no awkward pauses pregnant pauses and this is weird when you listen to some shows, for example, the Jim Rome show where he pauses on purpose, he but does. when I listen to a podcast, it's not there. It cuts it out. It just keeps going. So it cuts um, out the pregnant pauses. It sounds like the Supreme Court would be against that. Uh, yes. Also, that's the reason for the, for the delay. I am in D.C. where it is now 1972. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to take a while to catch back up. Um, so, yeah, between the silence trimmer... Uh, volume boost, which is exactly what it sounds like. It boosts the voices that you're listening to. Uh, volume boost, silence trimmer, and speeding it up. If you mess with those sort of settings, you can find ways that you might find podcasts more enjoyable or maybe only some podcasts you need, you need to do that with. But for me, I cannot listen to anything at 1x. It's to the point to where I don't even like watching TV anymore because I can't speed it up. Oh, it's not fast enough for you. It's uh, So yeah. this this episode is, is gone. This is one of our longer ones. Um, which I don't, I don't give a shit. I, if you're listening, great. If you're not, I, I don't know. I'm not losing money because people aren't listening. So uh, you fine. say thank you. Yes, thank you for listening. If you're listening. That's oh, a, that's what I meant to say. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I do this. Um, I'm, I'm glad that other people listen to it. I, I like entertaining other people. I like being funny, uh, but I don't. I don't make any money off of it. So it's really no skin off my back if people don't listen. I'm just having a good time. Okay, well. Um, uh, yeah, political football is not, political football's not the same. Please listen. <laughs> or I can't eat. No, I'm kidding. But please listen. Um, and watch in the YouTube live stream. And I will do everything I can to convince Jeff and Jason to also do their show on YouTube. Um, because people need to see their, uh, their lovely faces. Yeah, doubt that. All right, Dave, it's been wonderful. Thanks for playing. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye.